1: Obviously, we let Antonio go today um, just to clear you up on some things that happened. At no point in time during that game did he ever ask a trainer or doctor about his ankle. He never went through. That's the normal protocol. You go through protocols during games. I was never notified of it. So obviously, that was a, the disturbing thing when we were looking for him to go back into the game. All right. We always had – he was very upset at halftime about who was getting targeted. Got that calmed down. Players took care of that. It started again on the sideline. We called for the personnel group that he had played in the entire game. He refused to go in the game. That's when I looked back and saw him basically wave off the coach. Um, I then went back, approached him about what was going on, uh, I ain't playing. The, what's going on? I ain't getting the ball. That's when I said, "You're done. Get the f out of here." And that's the that's the that's the end of it. And uh, we are work we are working on Carolina. That's the end of the story. And um, hopefully, it ends today. All right, Mike. <laughs>
2: This thing is wild, man. Um, this
0: this yeah. thing is wild. Oh it's goodness. wild. Take it away. It's wild. It's wild in a way. In a way, it's wild. In a way, it, it is predictable. You know, I thought about this. I'm so glad that Bruce Arian spoke. And not that uh, as a journalist, I mean, you're, you're trained as a journalist. I'm trained as a journalist. So it's not like we listen to one side of a story and come to the conclusion. Hey, Bruce Arian spoke. It's his version of events. We're just going to accept that and run with it. Not good journalists don't do that, but I'm glad that I heard Bruce Arians' side of the story. I'm glad that I heard or read Antonio Brown's side of the story. And I'm angry that Tom Brady gave his mumbo jumbo, new age, muddy the waters, compassion. Blah, blah, blah. I'm mad at him because yeah. he's the only speed down that bump. Path. That's the only yeah. speed bump I have, And I still, yeah. and even though you're not supposed to drive fast when the speed bump is on the road, I still was going about 68 70 when the speed bump says slow it down to about 22 25. So I'm at Tom Brady. Uh, you, you stand aside here. Stand aside here, Tom. I'm glad I heard from Bruce Arians because that lets me further know. That's exactly what we thought it was. It's exactly what it appeared to be. There was no other circumstances going on that we don't know about because as we look at this, as we look at some of the B-roll from there, we'll get to it because we've showed it many times. We look at the B-roll of Antonio Brown leaving the field that day. You know, when he walked by, you wouldn't notice this because everybody was focused on this dramatic taking off the uniform and looking at the the world-class abs and the peace sign. He not only walked by Mike Evans. He not only walked by a couple of backups that you, you, you haven't paid attention to. Alex Guerrero was right there. So I know that's Tom Brady's guy, by the way, his, his personal trainer. So Alex Guerrero's right there. Alex Guerrero's not saying there he is there he is Guerrero's not saying. Well, hold on, wait a minute. There's a misunderstanding here. This this man is this man is hurt. This man has a case. No, What this is what it mind. is that, What does it have to do with it? This was not an injury concern. This is not an injury story with Antonio Brown. Don't be distracted by him. This is what here's my problem with Antonio Brown Mike. And it's my problem with this whole conversation with all respect with all respect. You know how much I love Rodney Harrison with the CTE stuff. Rodney said, oh, he took a big hit hit from Vontez Perfect and he had a concussion. He was knocked out CTE. Nah, man, he might. But this behavior from Antonio Brown, if you look at the origin story, this has been happening since he was 16 or 17 years old. This goes back to Florida. This goes back to his stepdad saying we we had to kick him out of the house because he wouldn't listen to anything that we had to say. This goes back to Central Michigan. That's why he was a six round pick in the first place. This goes back to Pittsburgh. This goes back to Oakland. This goes back to New England. This is the story in Tampa. And the one thing I have to say to anybody who wants to cape up for Antonio Brown is why does all of this stuff happen to him and nobody else? Why is it always him? Why is like a trainer is always out to get him? A coach is always out to get him. People always misunderstand him. Why him? Why do bad things just happen to you? Are, are, are you that peanuts character where the cloud is always over you? Or maybe or just maybe you no, make no, a bunch of
3: bad decisions. Pin, the,
2: no, you talking about pickpin yeah. with the funk around him. Yeah, with the dirt. That's even better. Yeah, yeah. That's even better. Actually, that's even better. <laughs>
0: yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, he, he's just always filthy just filthy stuff always happens. Filthy stuff follows him. Drama follows him. Is it because of somebody else or is it because of his bad decision? So with all respect, he may have he may have some mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. He may have that. He may have Mm -hmm. some CTE issues. He may Mm -hmm. right but that aside that that's one lane. Mm -hmm. the the mental health. The one lane CTE is another lane. Maybe they're in the same lane, Mm
2: -hmm. right? Right? Same, but the
0: highway, but the six lane highway that is Antonio Brown's career tells you that this is the same thing that it's always been. I'm I'm disappointed in myself. I'll say this and I'll hand it to you. I'm disappointed in myself. They actually thought for a second. Hmm. You know, maybe maybe something else is at play. No, what is what's going on here is he's blaming a coach. He blamed the GM. The, 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 the GM. Oh, you mean the guy that Tom Brady talked into signing you the, my coach. Oh, you mean the guy who didn't want to sign you and Tom Brady talked him into signing you. So now they got no names. <laughs> and they're at fault and they they did this to you and they sent you junior doctors his word a junior doctor. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't even give you great medical care. They had some what was like a resident a, 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 a med student who was supposed to check you out. So like I'm so I'm so over this cat man. It's the same story yeah. that it's always been and look
2: at this. That was great. That was great, Michael. I think I think not only was that well said, I think you spoke for a lot of people Um, and all week long you and I have dabbled in the nuance of this story. But we've agreed for the most part. Um, I've probably been a little more open-minded than you about what may have been said. Yes. (laughs) What may have been said at halftime. No, because you just no, because you just said what I've been saying that it could be a combination of things. Doesn't have to be one particular thing. But I think two things that I learned last night and into today, starting with Antonio Brown's statement, starting uh, continuing with his agent's thread into this morning with Antonio Brown releasing alleged text exchanges between him and Bruce Arians. And the reason I say alleged, by the way, I believe Antonio Brown's middle name is Tavares. His middle name might as well be allegedly. Because there's always something <laughs> that's like, wait a second, wait, did he do this? He's accused of this? Are, are, they, are they lying on him? Right. Or is he lying? Like, you know. But the reason I say alleged text messages is because, listen, man, we're talking about a dude that um, not only faked his vaccination status, Right. We're talking about somebody who staged being vaccinated once he was caught. I've said this before, but I'll say it again, in case you missed it. Not only did he fake his vaccination status, when he got busted, he produced a phony nurse and clinic in an attempt to prove that he was vaccinated. So there is no telling the lengths that he will go to prove that he is the victim here. Okay. However, but having said all that, just because he's got a track record of drama, a track record of being the one that everybody is out to take down and everybody's wrong except for him. And it's never his fault because he has a track record of quitting and throwing tantrums when things don't go his way. Doesn't mean there might not be some truth or at minimum his truth when it comes to the events. And I'm strictly talking about the exchange between him and Arians strictly that Michael. Okay. What happened okay. after that right. was his yeah. choice. What happened after that was his okay. choice. Him stripping, throwing things in the stands—that was his choice. I'm talking about strictly that exchange and strictly how hurt he was. That doesn't mean there's not some truth, okay? Now, but but here's but here's the bottom line: in the court of public opinion, the jury has been tainted in so far as there's a lot of people, Michael, who are you want to talk about the lanes on the highway? The left lane people, all right? To hell with Antonio Brown. Done with Antonio Brown. Sick of his crap. Okay? Get him out of here, all right? The right lane people, pray for Antonio Brown. He needs help. I believe Antonio Brown. Stand for Antonio Brown. (laughs) I stand with all, all the stuff you're seeing on social media today. In the middle lane, is like, as usual, there's. The truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. And the middle's boring. Who wants to drive in the middle lane? Middle's boring. Okay? The truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. middle. I don't think it is. Somewhere in the middle. It could be closer to the left. It's definitely not the right. Because the most damning thing, the most damning thing, Michael, was mm -hmm. that they asked for his money, his incentives to be guaranteed. That was the most damning nugget that came courtesy of Jason Light that Antonio Brown's camp asked for the money to be guaranteed going into the game. Because as prime once said must be the money and it's always the money. Every statement is all is about the money whether lawyers get it or Antonio gets it. It's always about the money. And so that set the stage for Sunday. All right, so I'm with you 100% Antonio Brown has no credibility he has no credibility, given his track record of bullshit. I just to call it what it is. That's his track it, record. Let's call it
0: what it is. That's right. And it listen, is.
2: I said earlier. I said earlier today. The one thing I think we know for sure is that we don't know. We can assume. We could surmise. But the one thing is that we don't know, because they got they got two versions of what happened. Two versions of the events of what happened. But here's what we do know, Michael. To your point, and back to you. To your point, it's not a matter of if but when and how it is going to end and it is going to end badly when you get in bed with Antonio Brown and this is how it's happening. Whatever the truth is, this was the inevitable conclusion when the Bucks signed him and then recommitted to him. It was all he was always going to go down in flames one way or the other. You are 100% right we the waters got muddy because you and I didn't try to diagnose him from afar, but Tom Brady spoke with an authority as though wait, there's something deeper going on here that we need to respect. Yeah. I do think that's part of it, but you're 100% right Michael at the core of it. And we said it on Monday and here we are on Thursday when you're dealing with Antonio Brown. This is what you get and Bruce Arians was already in the red. He was a he, He was a race car in the red. And he was about to blow. Okay? And Antonio was like, Oh, you about to blow? Well, I'm a mushroom cloud. I mean, it was <laughs> this was that's what's about to happen. That's what was gonna happen. It was bound to happen. Right. It was bound to happen.
0: And, Unbelievable. And, okay, and then here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. But you say you know you say you and don't think H- the truth H- is in the middle.
2: I'm sorry, I I'm no, no, not I, the middle. Think I it's have... not.
0: I don't. I don't think it is in yeah. the middle. I don't Probably, think the yeah. truth is in the yeah. middle. I think the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I think it. I think it is exactly what it's always. I'm been. fair to a fault. It's like
2: I'm fair to a you fault. Remember, um, you
0: remember? You remember? I I can't remember the line now. You you're you're much better at, at this than I am with movie lines and, and uh, the mm. exact phraseology. But there was a line in Mo better Blues when when uh, Bleak uh, <laughs> had it in uh, Spike's character. What was Spike's character's name? In Shorty. Uh, in, in... Shorty. Oh yeah, Shorty. Yeah. So Shorty yeah. was telling Bleak, man. I can get my cousin to do this for you. He's like, man, last time your cousin, <laughs> your cousin right. like messed my tooth up, man. Look like at, look at my it's always,
2: cu- yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah right. It's always something with your cousin messing something right. up. Like Antonio right. Brown, it's always something with him. Why is it all why, Is it everybody else is screwed up and you're, and you're the righteous one? You're the righteous one in a world that has gone all wrong. You're our last hope. You're the shining beacon. You're, Why is it always you're trying, you? you're trying? You're
2: trying real hard to be the shepherd. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I no, I, I, mean, I think my he's that I, dude. It's because Antonio Brown okay. is that
0: dude. He, 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 he tells the story and that's the one, you know, the story the, the storyteller. Everybody knows a friend like this and then, So then I told him <laughs> All right, I I'll kick right. your ass. You know, what I mean? like it's right. always like, right. but, but, okay, but check you're the hero. Check Everybody it. else is the boom, bill.
2: boom. Here's the happen after that. No, but listen. Earlier in the week, we also talked about Antonio Brown's talent, how great he is, and you t- you said he was the best receiver in Steelers history, and I cringed. Yeah, he's like this because he's been allowed to be like this. He's like this. Because he's so supremely talented and so gifted until everybody, from the Steelers, when they recommitted to him financially, and you know money makes you more of who you already are, to the Raiders, to the Patriots, to the Buccaneers with Tom Brady, there's the you know common denominator there. Everybody thinks I could fix him. Let him get with me. You want to talk about the dudes? Every woman they they got a dude that women be like. I could, I could, I could settle him down. I could, I guess. No. Right, you know what? I, I, could, I, I can deal with it. Or a teacher that he's a student like, you know what? Give me a week with him. Or, as we said yeah. the other day, you try to turn a, you know what, into a housewife. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is he's so talented until everybody keeps allowing him and enabling him by extension to be who he is with minimal accountability, and contributing to that could be some deep-seated issues but Michael everything you said and I've enjoyed everything you said you can't you. you, you this is this was the day you've been waiting for all week to, to get closer <laughs> to the truth of what happened. I right. know you have. I know you have. Yeah, but yeah. Michael, yes, we got to be honest and I, and I want to say this off top, but we 17 minutes in. I think the other lesson here and the other observation here is like with many conversations in our society these days, social, political, religious sports. When you got a side everything you see becomes confirmation bias and it okay. becomes theories. It becomes facts to suit theories instead of theories to sure. suit facts. And so that, that's from fair. what yeah. I've observed. Everything that's happened since last night from Brown statements to Aryan statements. If you were already on Antonio's side, if you were on team Antonio you duck. you you're, you're still you on team Antonio today. Like I told you there was more to this story. I told you they tried to cage him. You know what I'm mean? like, he, like, you said had the whole story down. I didn't want to wear In- that inc- brand on my statement. body. It was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like the incredible you so. statement though. And then on Very the flip side, if you are like Michael Holly, it was like, I've seen this movie too many times to believe it's anything other than Antonio Brown is the problem. Then everything you've seen and heard since then supports that stance. As usual, there's no room for nuance in this conversation. So I'll just sit two here by myself things, and uh, be lonely.
0: Two quick things. Two quick things. One, Vinny Goodwills checked in and he said Spikes, uh, his character's name was giant. It was not Shorty. Shorty was Malcolm X, right? Oh, that's right. Shorty. Thank you, Vinny. Yeah.
2: Th- thank yeah. you, Vinny. It was giant. It was yeah. gi- the irony. Giant. Yeah. The irony yeah. was there. Yeah.
0: Shorty was Malcolm X. Giant. Yeah. 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 Shorty it was
2: X was like, what's height got to do with it? Because you keep coming up short, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. In a beautiful, in yeah. a beautiful, yeah. this aesthetically, everything, approved, everything, really. tone, score, right. everything. And, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Um, Thank you,
2: Vinny. Love that. You name. have I an agent.
0: <laughs> yeah, I me mean, too. When you have an agent, the agent works for you. You don't work for the yes. agent. The agent works for you. So let's say everything. That this is why I say the truth is not in the middle. Let's say everything that Antonio Brown. Said about Bruce Arians is 100 percent true. Bruce Arians put him in the game, uh, wanted him to go in the game when he was hurt. Uh, everybody knew he was hurt. Conveniently and, hurt. And they disre- probably conveniently and they hurt because he wasn't getting the ball. <laughs> right, and, and, and they dis and they disrespecting him and all this. Say that's all true. That yeah. still does not excuse you taking off your uniform and running off the field. Now you can handle that in a different way. Handle that in a different way. And, and yeah, I hear you you. Know, I'll hear you. I'll hear you. I'm so glad, glad you said that. that.
2: I'm so glad right? you said that. Michael Tell me Michael what? history sports. History is littered with people, whether it's managers at home plate, whether it's NBA players getting kicked out the game, taking their stuff of off, taking their stuff off as they go to the tunnel people getting ejected. It happens all the time. The problem oh, is I mean, Antonio Brown. It's said, no, no, Antonio Brown. Like and as usual, he took it too far. And it's, yes, and it's okay. his right own team uniform.
0: But I'm saying, I can, Michael, think, of, I can this, think of I can think of guys who have done it, but they have never done it in and a didn't final do act, this. So I can.
2: I, I, they didn't li- I, hey, listen. I
0: remember so I got so it. Dennis Rodman did we're it not, when he wasn't done with the ball. We're not a,
2: what we're not allowing for what we're not allowing for in all size is Michael. We like we got to leave. We don't have to. We don't have to Mike. I don't disagree with nothing. You said you dropped the mic today, okay. Mike. I'm saying I just I think to understand where I'm coming from. Like we got to allow for the fact that this was a heat of the moment and both these people. They could be more than one person in the wrong cuz we've we've already agreed Bruce Arians was already fed up with Antonio Brown already fed up with him and you said from, you don't think the long truth is in ago. the middle from, long, from long, 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 long time ago. long long, you, long 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 time you said ago. you said you don't think the truth is in the middle he was hurt he was on the injury report with the ankle injury he's probably going to get surgery Can we see the MRIs? Can we see the receipts? We've already seen your bank information. We've already seen the alleged texts. Do you actually have MRIs that show how hurt you were that the heat of that moment brought out the worst in those two individuals and they brought out the worst in each other. And At that moment, ain't nobody. They got history and Antonio got history. And when you watch those optics of him stripping and acting a fool and Antonio Browning We look at it through the prism of all the other stuff that Antonio Brown has done and understandably so just like you're skeptical of his story because of all the other bullshit stories that he's had over the course of the years. Completely understandable. It doesn't mean he's flat out lying now and we have to allow for the fact that the Browns uh, excuse me. The Buccaneers also have an agenda here. They also have an agenda because it's a convenient thing to say that Antonio Brown was complaining because he didn't want to get the ball because he didn't get the ball. And wanted his money guaranteed. Well, guess what that supports? That he's a selfish, me first guy who only cares about his money. And maybe his money, well, and if he I, does I, have money problems, which has also been reported that he has that. money problems, but hold on, real quick. He has uh, money problems. Perhaps that is contributing to, wait for it, whatever social, psychological, or emotional issues he's having. This is a perfect storm of crap. That we have tried to wade through all week, and there's still more that we don't know about. I'm convinced there's still more that we don't know about.
0: Yeah, and I'll I'll say this, Mike. Uh, The one thing that I am on his side. uh, I'm on his side. If if money, if he wants his money, okay. Most people working a job want their money. You know, back to back to uh, Spike Lee movies. Hey, Mookie, Mookie, done thrown the, the the garbage can into Sal's Famous. And the next day, the place is burned <laughs> down. Next day. He's like, yeah, yeah, hey, Sal. <laughs> you want your, you want your money. You want your money. Mookie. He came back for his right. money. Okay, he wanted his money? I understand that, but there's another side of it. I want the money if I'm the performer, but if I'm the employee, I pay you to do a job. I'm the head coach. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not here. I'm not here to talk about the trainer. I'm not here if the, if if I am given certain players, if the players are here in front of me. Yes. All I'm thinking about is that players available. So yeah. we pay you a salary to go out and perform you go out and perform and you say your checks should not bounce. It's perfect. So I, I could uh, Bruce Arians was also in the heat of the moment. Antonio mm-hmm. Brown in the heat of the moment. So Bruce Arians. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's what I said. That's, trying what I'm to win a, that's what I'm saying. We're trying to win yes, a game we're trying to win a this game dude's not
2: going to the game ain't nobody ain't nobody taking a deep breath in that moment sitting up here saying,
4: yeah. you know, well,
2: well I understand. you know, I, you know, that's not happening here. That is not raise an interesting point. right. They're not being civil in this moment. And that doesn't absolve or excuse anybody to be clear. That doesn't absolve or excuse anybody. I'm simply getting to the point that it's understandable all things considered why this why this happened again, it was inevitable for this to happen. But what's crazy is when we left here yesterday, Michael, I was thinking to myself. I was like, man, I wonder if after the dust settles and maybe cooler heads prevail. Could they end up? Because why like, why is he still on the team as of yesterday afternoon? Why Why is he still on the team? Well, maybe they're working a way to maybe bring him back and then based on the statements at least they were still trying to work with him to put him on IR and get him his money. It's like even after Sunday, they were still trying to be nice to him. So anyway, uh, we got company yeah. coming up. We'll put a pin in this. Yes, we do. Uh, you know, it's just this and probably by the time we come back to it later in the show or tomorrow, something else will have happened, but uh, it
0: will. Yeah, there'll be. something. Yeah, else.
2: I know. I'm telling you. All right.
0: I'll say this. He's a content creator, right?
2: the truth. He is
0: a content creator.
5: Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Cause if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson—it's a family thing since 1939. Shotgun snap to the Charger quarterback. Line drive throw near sideline over the shoulder catch at the goal line inside the pylon. Touchdown! It's the running back Austin Eckler who got that ball. off, and it goes to Eckler over the left guard, the 10, broke a tackle, five, high steps it in, touchdown, Chargers! Austin Eckler has just burst free on an
6: 11-yard touchdown run. Over to pass, goes to Eckler underneath, he's got the catch, dives in the end zone, touchdown, Chargers!
1: This has been the route of choice here, working in the middle of the field as we see Austin Eckler's mom celebrating here in the stands with friends and family.
2: Austin Eckler and the LA Chargers taking on the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday Night Football with a chance to get to the playoffs. Austin for the first time since 2018. Appreciate you taking out the time uh, to join Brother from Another. It's so good to see you, man. So good to see you. You are the fantasy running back that I've never drafted high enough to get. Uh, so it's just good to talk to you. But I'll get to that in a second. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to that in a second. But first and foremost, man. Um, how are you feeling on on you know as we approach this this critical game to keep y'all season going? You have a career high 255 touches, I believe. Just how are you feeling physically going into Week 18 and game uh, game 17?
4: Yeah, it definitely uh, feels like Week 18. That's for sure. Uh, you know, the body's definitely <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> I was eating some chili lit. Um, uh, (laughs) Definitely feels like it's week 18. Body's a little beat down, um, but it's where the mind has to take over, right? My routine has to take over how I've been taking care of my body all year. Uh, You know, I was dealing with the ankle injury. I ended up having COVID, which actually made me miss time, which actually ended up helping my ankle. Uh, So actually right now feeling pretty good as far as the circumstances. Uh, But yeah, going into this game, you know, Really looking forward to it. You know, it's the last regular season game and we're playing for something at the end of the year. And that's really what, you know, we play all year for, right, It's to have something to play for at the end. And we have that situation. So couldn't ask for anything else.
2: I'm just curious, man, on, on a slightly lighter note, and I'm sure you guys are locked in and focused and you know what's at stake. But I'm, I imagine because you pay attention to, you know, a lot of stuff, did you see the story and the scenarios about the fact that if I think the Jaguars beat the Colts, I believe it is that if you guys ended in a tie, y'all could both get in. So like people talking about like an all kneel down game. I'm glad you're smiling because my question was, are y'all laughing about that in the locker room?
4: Yeah, yeah, I was actually, I brought it up to my running back coach. I was like, you know what? You know, we're going to see all these games being played. We got flexed to the night game, right? So, you know, we're looking over there like, hey, we're both trying to get in. Uh, No, obviously, for the integrity of the game, you know, just for, you know, our our confidence, we'll go out there and try to win Uh, regardless. um, You know, that's just, you know, the competitive nature of the NFL. Uh, But that is actually a really funny uh, scenario, yeah.
0: You know, Austin and Mike brought it up off the top top, uh, of just this winner-take-all game or just winning your end game. I just wonder, uh, just two things, like what your approach is going into this game. You can't say like, well, it's just like any other game because this is a game where you win it, you're in the playoffs. And if you can think of any other situations, just you as a fan, whatever, whatever team you followed, football, basketball, baseball, where you were on the edge of your seat, knowing that your team needed to do something to, to achieve, uh, to start achieving its its ultimate goal.
4: Yeah. I mean, ultimately it is another game, but you know, I, I approach it with like, Hey, there's a lot, a lot of different factors that you could be playing for. Right. You know, I've been in scenarios where we're out of the playoffs, but it's still another game. You're still playing for the name on your back. Uh, in this instance, you know, we're, we're still playing for the name on our back still playing uh, to get in the playoffs and, you know, I always put in the fantasy community out there too, uh, as far as people there that I go. play for. And we have a lot of different reasons to play as hard as we can. Um, and so, yeah, when we can have, you know, playoff picture being one of those reasons, it definitely heightens the, the excitement um, just towards the end of the year because of all the things that can come from playoffs. Um, and so, yeah, this game, you know, like, like I said before, like this is what a competitor would want, right? It's, it's flexed even Sunday night, Sunday night, Winner gets into the playoffs um, division game versus the Raiders Chargers Raiders games have always, you know, really intense. Like I, I'm looking forward to running out of the stadium and just hearing the loudest boos I've ever heard because uh, I already know that's what it's going <laughs> to be. Um, and I'm looking forward to that, that atmosphere of just being in the Raiders stadium of just the Raiders Chargers game. I can't I'm
3: wait
4: looking to get forward to getting football booed. with you. Well, except by, except by that, your gets, fantasy that gets me hyped, man. That gets me so hyped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, I can't wait to talk to you about fantasy, but I want to stay with reality for for a a while longer. The last time you played the Raiders, you went off for a career high 117 rushing yards. Uh, That was back in week four. I want to say it was I'm sure you're aware you are 153 yards away from your first 1000 yard rushing season. You're motivated for that. You're targeting that can we see a a pretty heavy rushing workload from you on Sunday night? (laughs)
4: Uh, I mean, that's always the game plan. Uh, cause if you can run the ball, well, you know, you can control the game. So that's the plan, right? Go in there, uh, and run the ball as efficiently as we can. Uh, if it gets me 150 yards, that'd be amazing. Yeah. it wasn't even something like, I don't, really pay attention to numbers or anything at the beginning of the season. I just want to build like my goal every year is to build on the season I had before. Uh, so I've been doing that and I'll continue to do that as long as we're still playing. But yeah, if I got a thousand yards, what, like, like, that's like one of those milestones that I can look back on when my career is over and be like, yeah, you know, I did that, uh, show my kids and my family. Can you
2: clarify that? Wait, I need you to clarify that. I don't pay attention to numbers. Wait, no, 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 Austin. You are the you are the fantasy football God in the NFL. You are every every fantasy players favorite player because you get us, You understand us. You embrace us. So when you say that you mean like you want to win the game and you're not necessarily putting your stats ahead, but you pay attention to the numbers. You know, what's on the line week in and week out. How'd, How'd you get so into fantasy?
4: it's the community, man. It's the community. Like where's, where's real value in life um, besides yourself is in other people, right? Yeah. You can have money, you can have these resources, but I think people is so valuable. So that's what really drew me to, to fantasy football is that there's a giant community that really supports NFL players and they might not even be a fan of the Chargers but they're a fan of Austin Eckler and there were so many people reaching out and saying hey thank you like hey you killed it for my fantasy I was like wow that's really special uh, and I want to do something you know, to thank those people and just give back to that community I try to give back to everyone in, in a way that I can as far as the masses um, some type of effort from myself that's why you know I did a fantasy show uh, I, I give away a jersey every week if you win with me on your fantasy team Uh, Just different little things to get you excited about having Austin on your team because I really appreciate everyone's support and want to kind of give back. And, yeah, so I don't really pay attention to the numbers. Yeah, I need to for myself and my personal, you know, (laughs) progression in the NFL. But it's just a byproduct of me playing. Well, because the opposite so, there's a lot
2: of guys like AJ Brown, for example. Just the other day, you know, I saw him on, on on social media being like, "Forget your fantasy team." A lot of guys are the opposite extreme, and they bristle at it, and they're just like, "Don't don't don't tweet me about your fantasy team. I don't care about your fantasy team." Like, what do you say to those guys? Or less uh, accepting and, and less enthusiastic about the fantasy. Yeah.
4: I think that's where you know negativity you know speaks way louder than positivity. And so when you see negative comments, you know you tend to people tend to like you know see those and like want to react and you know make them feel some type of way. Uh, I've really been you know dealing with communities over the past uh, you know with my streaming and with fantasy football, and so I really I guess you know trained my mind to realize hey, there's way more people that support me than are trying to be negative and bring me down um, and just right. by doing that has allowed me to like block out the haters like if you're toxic I give you zero zero effort like you you don't even exist to me um, because there's so many people that do support um, and so that's where people I think get like negative about you know fantasy football because it is a very bipolar industry because if people don't play well they're like commenting in their keyboard warriors uh, but not, it's not always like that um, if you don't play well yeah you're gonna hear about it and I, I'm always like hey if you're if you're gonna tell tell me that I didn't play well, you better be like, crit- like, you better criticize and you better have some constructive criticism. Like, tell me what you would have liked to see me do better. Like, i I'll, I'll <laughs> right. <at> that. Don't <laughs> coming in there saying you suck. You want, be like, no, Austin, I wish you would have ran that wide zone a little bit better and cut it back and you got me more points. <laughs> Give me some of that action, you know what I'm saying?
0: All right, all right. You, you, want, you, want, some fa- you want some fantasy football coaching. You want some, like, some scouting right. tips and coaching right. points. I, you know? I love, listen, what you just said, we're going to run that back. The part about if you're toxic, I give you zero energy. That is the quote of the month for me. Like, I love that because Mike and I talk about this all the time of how easy it is when you have people coming at you, especially on social media, the, the negative people get a lot of the attention, but there's some people who just want to say, Hey, what's up, Austin, or, or just want some type of acknowledgement from you. It, it's much more meaningful for them to get some positive feedback from you rather than having you respond. To somebody hating on you.
4: And that's how you create a positive community, right? Um, you know, as a football player, we have this platform where we have a lot of fans just because of being involved in this community. And if you're trying to have that, you know, stay with you as long as you can, uh, you know, when your career is over, you, you should acknowledge these people. Because if, if you only acknowledge them um, when they're giving negative thoughts, like, then no one's – no one all the positive people are getting ignored. And those are the people that were wanting to, like, interact and, like, follow you, you know, when you're done playing. Because if you're only a football player, don't build any community, don't do anything else – when your football career is over, basically you're starting over as far as trying to build again. Um, So I think it's just really important as players that we actually acknowledge these people that are supporting us and following us and try to give them some type of interaction other than football so that we can create that that community that stays with us, you know, for a longer period of time.
2: Hey, hey, one last fantasy question. Um, Just for the record, because you got three teams, which by the way, philosophically two things one auction draft for me always one like three teams. It's like it's too many conflicts of interest for me. But hey, to each his own. How did your three teams do? Like, are you in the playoffs in all three or what? And, and, and I got what some absolutely of the, the standouts for you this year.
4: All, all yeah, three of them. Destroyed. So the team that I was doing well in, uh, I actually had myself on, and we were killing it. And RB2. then R B two. R B, yeah, exactly. And then injuries happen, and in my my league, uh, they're all, all three of them were twenty people deep. So if you if mm-hmm. you have people that get injured, there's no one left. There's no one yeah. left to go pick up. You're picking up third strings, hoping they get you one point because all the That's pickings are, are gone, you know? So we a was, real
2: 10-team 12-team leagues, 20-team, yeah. 16 or 20, baby. That's team. 20. Go ahead, Mike. You got to do your homework got, before the season. Yes. Mike, I can stay yeah. here all day, man. Change the subject. I'll, I'll talk I this saying, dude's head off nah, about fantasy. No,
0: nah, it's great. <laughs> I got this. Nah. I, I, I love this I love it uh, you know uh, uh, on a related note uh, se- semi-related note uh, we, we lost we lost John Madden the, the football pioneer uh, earlier this year. are you a are you a, a fantasy fan and a do you play a video are you a video game head too do you play uh, Madden football?
4: Uh, I haven't played Madden but I've definitely uh, tapped into the gaming community because uh, same reasons of the fantasy community just community I'm all about it man. Yeah, so yeah. It,
0: you're not not into the into the ratings of hey, you know Austin Eckler, you got you got <laughs> no. pretty good ratings on Mad too. You're not no, I've never got into, into the
4: Mad ratings. I know people tweet <laughs> well, me why they the, come out like that, but that's that's about it. You know, sometimes you, they'll joke around.
0: One of the things you said off the top, I'm going to come back to it, and I'm just wondering now that you've uh, gone through, we've all gone through the experience. We we had we've gone through it as observers. You've gone through it with your body and that is a 17 game regular season. Is there anything you know now about this season that you didn't know uh, before and any any tweaks to it any advice Uh, maybe another bye week like what would you suggest if you had the ear of the Commissioner and uh, any of these committees that are shaping how football is played. uh, What would you say to them about the 17 game season.
4: No, that's that's a great uh, great point. I would love to see another bye week, even just when I had you know COVID and had to sit out a week. Um, like coming back, my body just felt so good, especially this late in the season. Um, and there's obviously you know monetary uh, reasons to do it too. We get another league of, of ad revenue coming in if you want to talk that way. And so like I think there's benefits you know all around on the player side and the ownership side. Um, and so I would love to see another bye week, especially if we're going to continue to you know extend the season length. Like mentally, I was like, man, this would be the first. Round out of the playoffs, uh, but you know now we have 17 games. Um, so as being a player in the, that's been in the 16-game season, it, it's fa- affected me psychologically. I got to get over it. Um, eventually that'll weed out, but uh, yeah, I would love to see another bye week for sure.
2: Well, listen, man, we know uh, you got business to handle. You got to get ready for uh, the biggest game of the weekend in terms of, uh, in terms of the playoffs, at least in the AFC for sure. Uh, we appreciate you taking out the time, man. Appreciate your your candor, your honesty, your, you know, just, you know, real fun to talk to. And listen, one more favor to ask you, bro. We talked about Madden ratings. We talked about fantasy. I told my 13-year-old son, Mason, that you were going to be on the show. He was like, can I come say hi? Because he has, yeah, has you cool, on man. his fantasy that's... team. He's had you in Let's franchise go. mode. Yeah, Let's go ahead. Step What's in up, the man, wave dude? a little bit. Step, there you go. Wave. Go ahead wave.
4: Yeah. There you go, wait. Can the camera wait. Can you me? Can you see me or what? He can hear you and he can see you, yeah. Hey, what's up, Mason? He can hear you and he can see. You. <laughs> hey, full disclosure,
2: <laughs> he traded you at the beginning of the season. He told me he traded you early. He said I don't know why. He's oh, like wow. he traded you Come on the
4: wow. Yeah, but you know, he loves wow. you though. Don't make that mistake again, Mason. Come on now. <laughs> he said he got scammed. <laughs> hey
0: austin every general manager can make a bad deal or two every now and then. it happens it happens to the best yeah, yeah. To hey, don't game. don't feel
2: yeah learn from don't that. feel bad mason he went undrafted
0: the whole league didn't even draft him out of
2: college and look where he is now you know that's right that's right <laughs> my man appreciate
4: you all right boys all right <laughs> thank you austin Kevin is in our meetings every day, comes in. We talk through everything that was installed every day. Um, I know the line of communication is wide open between those two guys. Um, You know, I know they met weekly on Tuesdays to make sure everything was good. And I don't don't feel that at all. I don't. Um, You know, Kevin's always been open and and very communicative um, with all the players and coaches as well.
2: That was Cleveland's Alex Van Pelt. Uh, addressing a Cleveland.com report from uh, Mary Kay Cabot that Baker Mayfield isn't happy with Kevin Stefanski's play calling, that he's not being put in position to succeed, and that if Mayfield doesn't get reassurance that things will change next season, he'll consider asking to be... Traded now. Of course, Baker is yeah. uh, undergoing surgery to repair a torn labrum in his non-throwing shoulder. Will not play in Week 18. But uh, Michael, we talked off the top of the show about movies we've seen before yeah. um, with Antonio Brown. We have seen movies before in in relationships, I should say, in like this quite frequently in Cleveland when it comes to their quarterbacks. And of course, Baker Mayfield responded on Twitter specifically to Mary Kay Cabot saying, clickbait, you and many other Cleveland local media continue to be drama stirring reporters with no sources or facts. Don't put words in my mouth so you can put food on your table. I'm not your puppet. Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yes, I'm I'm, I'm tipping your down. No, 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 no.
0: I I want you to go first. I want you to go first. All right. Go first. Yes. Yes.
2: Okay. I'll I'll try not to take as long as usual, Um, because I'm I'm thinking about relationships. I'm thinking about relationships. Take your time, Preacher. Take your time. Take your time. Think about relationships in this context. The Browns are that franchise, and I've said this before. The Browns are that franchise that shouldn't be in a relationship with a quarterback, okay? Because one of the reasons that it's not working out with Baker Mayfield, and there are a lot. He's been bad this year. I think Pro Football Focus had had him. 30th uh, of, of ranked rank quarterback this year. He's been beat up. Okay, and, and the circumstances around him have contributed to it. Of course, maybe it's play calling. I'm sure there's some of that. It's personnel injuries, blah, blah, blah. I ain't here to make excuses. I'm just I'm just laying out the facts. Okay, right. Do with those what you will. But part of the reason is their number one overall pick from 2018 who led them to the playoffs last year looked really good last year. They beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs last year look like they had finally settled that revolving door deposition. Here we go again with the same old baggage and toxicity from previous relationships getting in the way of this one being a fruitful one, whether it's internal organizational dysfunction or whether it's the media, the fan base, whatever it is. What I see here is the Browns Browning when it comes to a quarterback again. Now, you may say, well, Michael, Baker Mayfield ain't that good. I agree. I think Baker Mayfield is pumpkin pie, not sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie. Okay? As in he'll do. But you can do a lot better.
3: So when I see a headline that says Baker
2: Mayfield uh, may ask for a trade, if I'm the Browns, even after all the quarterbacks we've been through since we came back in 1999, I'm not letting that contribute to my future decision-making. I'm not going to settle just because I don't, you know, I'm, I'm afraid of of Baker Mayfield going somewhere else. What do we like to say on this show? Michael go be great somewhere else. That means you could go be, be, great go, go be great somewhere. Great. You're just else. not going right. to be great Maybe. here. It's just not set up right. for you to be great here. So if I'm the Browns. I'm saying bet you want to get traded. How about this? That's a win-win for both of us because here's why Michael, I think about Harold Melvin in the blue notes. If you don't know mm. him by now, if you don't know mm. him by now, four years in going into a contract year that you will never, ever, ever know him and whether or not he's your franchise quarterback. This ain't a Johnny Taylor situation where it's cheaper to keep her, okay? Oh, this okay, is Teddy now. Pendergrass, okay, here Harold go. Melvin, and the Blue Notes where it's Come like, hey, now. we don't know what he is, but we know we ain't about to break hey. him off and, and, give, and give him the bag long term, so you might as well move on from him right now. And the difference between now and previous years is it looks like there's enough talent to make Cleveland somewhere where other quarterbacks may want to play, and who
0: knows, maybe they thrive at long last. Oh, man. You, like, see, man, you took me down the road now because I was going to I'm going to get to what I want to say, but you, you had to hit me <laughs> with Harold, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. I like, you know what, I like that song, but I like when they were, what's it? Uh, I lost it. You?
2: Oh, what's baby, it? Yeah, the... I lost it.
0: Yeah, that, that's a great one.
2: I lost that's it, great yeah. One. And
0: then, i about, and then, about, you know, about, Teddy. I miss you. Yeah, about Teddy. Close the door. <laughs> close the door. <laughs> All right. So um, close it. Look, let's just start. Let's start here. Let's start here. You said when the Browns came back. Remember, you just said that when they came back to yeah, Cleveland. 99. that means. Yeah, they left Cleveland. They left. They had to leave to come back the year. They left Cleveland was the year that Baker Mayfield was born. I just want to settle this right here. I'm gonna settle it, I know we have talked. We have talked critically the last 48 hours about a media member Hub Arkish in Chicago and we, mm-hmm. we pretty much clowned him rightfully. So we'll get to him later today, maybe. But I'm going to go the other way with Mary Kay Cabot in 1995 when the Browns left Cleveland for Baltimore Mary Kay Cabot was covering the team. 1995 is also the year that Baker Mayfield was born. So Baker, I just want you to get this straight. You were in diapers. You were literally in diapers when Mary Kay Cabot was covering the team. So no, 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 you can't come for her. You can't come for her. You can't come for the Queen. You missed you missed. Now she is not in business that long at the same publication by making up stuff by inventing sources. You may not know who her sources are, but I'm going to bet that her sources are more accurate than your passes, Ooh. right? So, so <laughs> oh, look, damn. oh, 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 no. this is that. Oh, 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 oh,
2: that was ether. That was ether. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 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 that, that, it. that make your soul burn slow. Ooh man, there it is. Ooh, that's a hey. that's a poll quote, Brandon. Brandon, that's a poll quote. Mary Kay Cabot's source is more accurate than your passes.
0: <laughs> right. This is Ooh. not a Mary.
2: He, he's he's trying to torch.
0: He, he's trying to torch Mary Kay Cabot. This is not a Mary Kay Cabot story. This is unfortunately a Baker Mayfield story, and this is where it's sad. It's also a Cleveland story. This is sad. Yeah. Uh, it, it may have been Mary. It saying. may have been Mary Kay who wrote earlier, or or, or somebody else. But it's, it's accurate. Seventeen out of eighteen. They missed the playoffs 17 out of the last 18 years. And yeah. this year is the most Cleveland year ever. Where, and, and people in Cleveland know it. I'm not going to go over the history, but there have been so many examples where the preseason hype is they're going to win the World Series. They're going to go to the Super Bowl for the first time. Didn't I tell you it, I wasn't you talking know, about this team? Didn't I
2: tell you early like yeah, like I'm, I'm not
0: talking about the Browns no more. I'm not falling They've for been this team. It looks so good. Even their loss, the way they were eliminated from the playoffs, paper gave you a whole possibility. They lose to Kansas City. They had a chance in Kansas City. Uh, you know, they had some things go against them. They had a backup quarterback, Chad Henney, pick up a key fourth down against them in Kansas City when Patrick Mahomes got. They had so many things looking good. Yeah. And here it is. Here they are again. Right. They finally had the right yeah. coach. Now the coach is feuding with the so quarterback. We think, We've seen this story yeah. before. No, it, it, he is. You know this is what it is. Okay. I, I Guys, just say that what if
2: you say that like, okay, like definitively, because, like like he is. Like man, oh had yeah, one good year. Okay.
0: I mean this is okay. This is what it's like. This is what it's like. Some some athletes, and I don't know if Baker Mayfield is this guy, but some athletes want it both ways. Aaron Rodgers is like this sometimes. Russell Wilson was like this in the offseason. They want to get the message out. But then when the message comes back to them, they want to play oh, yeah. the media.
2: Yeah, they got to clean it. You up. You want yeah. the
0: message out, but you don't want to deal with the well, consequences. You, you want said somebody publicly. else to be
2: the bad guy, but even what Baker has said publicly supports the notion that he's not happy. He's questioned the past He's play calling publicly.
0: Okay. I don't know I don't know who who he is. I don't know what kind of quarterback he's going to be. You know, you probably got it right. He's pumpkin pie. He's just a a good a, a good serviceable starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh I'm not in the ranking him but let's say number the 18th best quarterback in football. That's and so or, or or the You think that's too high? Ooh. Off the top
2: of my head it feels that way. This oh, <laughs> oh, this shit well, feels I, that way.
0: Okay. Feels that okay, way. Okay, then then it's not maybe it's not even that deep. Then if he's not as high as 18. I think Cleveland they, they you're right. They're both going to get what they want. He wants to start. is the magic else. number. He makes 18 and, next and,
2: year. Like if you're the yep. Browns, if you're Andrew Berry, you ain't him into a long-term extension. So that toxicity right. that negativity. I mean, this is this is this is uncalled for, but it wasn't that long ago his wife and he were addressing death threats that fans were sending him. I mean, the, that's, the his, that's whether it's the negativity, the baggage the toxicity. You think it's going to get better for him going into next year when there's pressure to get back to the playoffs and, and, and pressure in a contract year, like just cut bait now like Michael. I don't know if this if, if, if this happened to you with various relate. I'm going back to relationships. Okay, mm. you've been in a relationship okay. with a woman and y'all been together for a few years and mm. it feels like every night when y'all go to bed y'all got to have the existential hmm. conversation about what is this relationship what are we doing it's like where are we, we going what are to... we doing like what what, what are, is like it? what what am I okay and it's like at a certain point if you don't know you gotta poop or get off the pot you know right and and so with with this with Baker Mayfield they're not putting a ring on this they're not committing to him long term he knows it they knew it well Marcellus knew it and, <laughs> and Baker Mayfield should have better known Should better. Should
0: have known, <laughs> known better. I mean,
2: like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, every, if the writing is so on maybe. the wall, this is not this is not a long term thing. And next year is not going to get any better. If you don't know, next year, the last year of a rookie contract is not the year to find out. He looked like he was the franchise guy last year. Not so much this year. I don't think you find out next year, especially if you are Baker Mayfield, you want to quit before they fire you.
0: Yeah, I just I I just I I just feel for him. I feel for them because they're they're back in. They're back in familiar territory. And I thought they had graduated from this. I thought, you know, with Kevin Stefanski and winning the playoff game last year against look like they were going around and stopped. Yeah, that they they figured out what their offense was going to be with 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 uh, Chubb. And Kareem Hunt and just a running-based offense with Baker Mayfield making these decisions. And now you think about it, so there's a reported rift, a reported rift between—I'll say it that way. I'll be nice, even though I believe it—a reported rift between Stefanski and Mayfield. You already got—you uh, already got Odell Beckham uh, who, who left town, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be a, a, a contender in the final game of the season. You're going against a team that you blew out. Like, you're the one that Cincinnati has blown out everybody else in the AFC North except for you. You blew them out hmm. the first time. They blew out the Ravens, they blew out the Steelers a couple of times, but you had them and instead of this game meaning something, the battle of Ohio is now the battle of backup quarterbacks because Joe Burrow is not going to play, Baker Mayfield's not going to play. Cincinnati's yeah. going somewhere in Cleveland again is home for the postseason. It's just a sad story. So they, they almost yeah. not not just starting over from a quarterback standpoint, but I think they got to reassess. Okay, what is this? If we don't have mm. Baker Mayfield, if he doesn't want to be here, he's not buying in. What are we doing at quarterback? What are we doing with our philosophy? Because we had yeah. theoretically, right? Our, a number one wide receiver who said I'm out and he's yeah. proven himself somewhere else. It can Baker Mayfield do the same thing? Is, is Baker Mayfield going to go somewhere else? They got. They got to look that? in the mirror. Is
2: it us? That's maybe what it's, I'm saying. Maybe it's certain season, organizations right. shouldn't be in a yeah. relationship. I don't know, but but to your point about the Let's AFC you North, know, we can go to break. Roll that music, Gary. We can go to break. Um, in AFC North, Cincinnati's doing this. They're set at quarterback, okay. Baltimore's set at quarterback, and and they may not be doing this right now, but they'll be back. Pittsburgh. They'll find a quarterback and, you know, they'll find everything else because that's what Pittsburgh does. So Cleveland could be staring. Oh, that would be fun. That'd be fun and interesting. But, but having said that Cleveland, if they're not careful and they don't figure out, you know, beyond injuries and bad luck, why they can't seem to get out of their own way. They could be back in the, in the AFC North basement back in the doghouse and not in a good way.
0: Hmm. From the dog pound to the dog house,
5: huh? Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
2: Rodgers may win MVP, but you're not going to tell me he's more valuable than Tom Brady. I'm not trying to ride defense. I know that's whack. I know that's not what we do on television. Brady leads the league in attempts, in completions, in touchdown passes, in yards, he's right on the cusp of five thousand. He's got forty touchdowns. Stop with the Brady's got all this talent and Rogers got nothing. Like I didn't see Alan Lazard mossing people last night. Okay, let's not let that, yeah, not that narrative get out of control. Brady's got talent too. But yesterday, while his receiver was stripping, Antonio Brown was literally stripping in the middle of the game, yes. and Tom yes. Brady terrorized the Jets one more time for good measure. It's been a while since we had co-MVPs. Um, no, don't do it. Is it is, don't uh, advocate is, uh, for it. You're going to advocate bro. for it? I'm not. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm struggling. I'm struggling, Michael. Chris Sims, I already know where you stand on this. I don't even have to. Yeah, ask that's damn right MVP you do. Is.
6: That's right. I don't even damn, have to. Damn, anybody ask. could be the MVP of the Buccaneers at quarterback. Anybody. Damn. Just do. I Just mean, holy do. cow. We can it, put right? 10 quarterbacks in it, there. Right? We could put 10 You're quarterbacks golden, with the Bucs and they'd have better stats and better than Tom Brady. That's insane. That's insane. Disagree. Sorry, I'm just coming in hot today. Hello. Good to see <laughs> wow. you. Wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> Good afternoon to wow. you
2: too. All I was going to ask was, you, w- would you at least allow for it? I'm perfectly comfortable with Aaron Rodgers as MVP. we would be a rightful MVP, a deserving MVP. But would you at least give me this? It's at least a debate.
6: Oh, uh, sure. Brady's definitely in the discussion. There's no doubt about that. You know, it, you, know you talk about him, Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, certainly. Hey, the quarterback position, we know it, it's more important than the other ones. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful, especially the way the league's set up right now. I just think, you know, again, I, I heard some of what you said in there in the clip. And, and I understand. And I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that that. Rodgers' lack of talent around him. I just don't know if I even put it in the same stratosphere as what Brady has with Tampa Bay. Now they do have some injuries right now. There's no doubt about that. I just, you know, again, Brady's got some superstars on defense. The Bucks, I mean, the Packers have a good defense. It's nothing special. You're seeing it kind of fall apart here towards the end of the year. And let's not look the other night against Minnesota, you know, I mean, with, with uh, Sean Mannion, a quarterback.
2: A, yeah, but the Bucks defense hasn't been – No, it's been hurting too, defense. and they have injuries. Yeah. But th-
6: this is where I would yeah. get back to. This is – when I look at the Bucks losses, again, this is what I – they're all Brady's fault. They're all of them. All, they're, they're his fault. When I look at the Packers' losses – Okay, they lost to the Saints week one, you know, set, you know yeah. to start the year. That, we can blame Rodgers, certainly. Hey, they, he was out against Kansas City because of the COVID game. You know, you, we can blame him for that, too. There's no doubt. But that's not necessarily performance-based. And then the other loss yeah. is the Minnesota Vikings game, where he was absolutely phenomenal, but he they just great. couldn't stop the Vikings. Right. You know, to where, right. yes, we've seen Brady, again, even last week, it was awesome in the fourth quarter mm. and coming back against the Jets. But it wasn't, it, it was, they were in that position because it was pretty average to that point leading up but to, to say, it a little bit. So that's to say where, was, but
2: okay, yeah. I, I, I feel I, I tell you. you, if, you want to say, if you want to say wow. Rodgers has been more consistently brilliant, I'll this give you that, this I'll give good. you that. But to say that it's been Brady's fault, and listen, that, a, that shutout against the Saints is an eyesore. But what if I told you that Tom Brady has had eight passes dropped in the end zone this year? And what if I told you that at least four of his interceptions and you know this as a quarterback, have been of the fluky deflection off somebody's hands variety. Like, sure. To say
4: sure. it's no. losses I, have I been hear Brady's
6: you. fault, that's thats hard to take. Well, because Brady does nothing. If, if the offense in the game doesn't go perfectly, like you saw even last week, like Brady can't offer any more. If you don't protect them perfectly and, you know, things aren't open Okay, the play's over. I mean, that's it. And it's just not that same way with Aaron Rodgers or some of the other great quarterbacks in football right now. You know, there's just too many plays where I can look at Green Bay and go, damn, nobody's open here, but he's going to dance around, and then he makes some insane throw, and they still get a 20-yard gain. And to me, that's where it's just a little different. And also, the Bucs are all about throwing and yards and doing that. Green Bay's not quite that way. They're not. You know, Bruce Arians, yeah, he's, he's got a little reputation of never, you know, being consistent with the run. They love to get off in the pass game. It's all about that. The organization wants Brady to be, you know, continue to have these huge numbers and, and look this way so they can keep him there, keep him happy. It's a little different style of football there because of the talent mm. they have too. So that's going to lend okay. itself to more yards and touchdowns mm. to what you're saying as well.
0: To, to go with it. it. it let me tell you right? Mike, Mike, Mike. With and, 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 yeah, <laughs> and Mike and brother Sims. This is I would say if this were baseball, these would be brush brushback pitches. This is these are so you're throwing some <laughs> Tom Brady brushback pitches and going back to your youth like Reggie Jackson. When this happened to Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson would like hit the dirt like whoa. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Wow! I didn't expect you to be throwing 97 at my head like that. Woo! This is real disrespectful is some, in a word. It's real disrespectful. This is some. This
2: is some. <laughs> I,
6: I, 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 is it? I don't yeah, mean to disrespect beat, you, Michael Smith. basically like,
2: no no no. I ain't talking about me. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Who cares about me? You ought to say you out there saying yeah. the greatest quarterback of all time, padding stats. You <laughs> just told us. Uh, well, no, they're all about
6: that. <laughs> they get off on that. They get, and it's not. I'm not necessarily saying it, but they get off on that in Tampa. Those coaches do. That's what they're about. You know, Green Bay. Hey, they want to appeal to Rodgers too, but they, they're, they're, not good enough to just go. We're gonna throw it in there, no matter what, and we got weapons. When, when, when teams play past events, they gotta run it a little. I know I'm just well, struggling, but I, you know me I'm too. The, go, the goat. The goat is number twelve <laughs> in Green Bay. I look at the GOAT as number 12 in Green Bay, as, as you know. I've never seen a quarterback not, better okay, than Aaron Rodgers. Now I'm it's not lying. a brushback. Yeah. Now you hit me.
0: Not not Now I've been hit. <laughs>
6: okay.
0: look <laughs> right, I, listen. It's I, not a brushback
2: anymore. Hey, if possible, there's yeah. the GOAT. If possible, there's the GOAT. And then there's the greatest to ever perform at the position. And that's how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. You know, you appreciate the choir on that one. I got you. Chris, I know, uh, you I know, know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, you appreciate the choir on that one. Michael, you had? So, yeah, go ahead, Mike.
0: No, I do have a question. I do have a question. I, I'm going to move off this a little bit because I think I know. I don't even have to ask you in the NFC. Based on what you're saying here, you got Aaron Rodgers and, and the Packers as the one seed and as a favorite, I think. But how about how about in the AFC? Like, that thing has been a mess all season long. I've never, I can't remember the AFC being as open as it is this year. I can't call the best team. You tell me if you had to just put well, your money behind one team in AFC, who are you going with?
6: I, I listen just to, to, to go off of what you're saying. I think both sides are wide open. You know, this is where again I would argue that Rodgers the MVP because I look at it and, and go. I don't think Green Bay is one of the three most talented teams in the NFC. I don't know if they're they're in top four. I might put them five. They're not as talented as the Cowboys, the Rams, the Tampa Bay Bucks when they're healthy. What's wait, the wait, Arizona wait, 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 Cardinals?
2: What, what spot? What, okay, wait a minute. Okay, sorry, Chris. Sorry. Just just step by me. yeah. Okay, injury. They've had injuries on the offensive line. Injuries notwithstanding, injuries to J.A. Alexander. Injuries to Desarius Smith. But other than wide receiver after Devontae Adams, I know you're not crazy about that group. Why do you keep saying they're not that talented? Like they ain't got two, like two great running backs behind Aaron Rodgers. Their defense has been really good, good this, this year. I, they got, what do you mean they're not that talented? Michael
6: Smith, their second receive, leading receiver is Aaron Jones, give and he's you barely the I'll starting running back. They don't even know. I'll give you they a want to play A.J. Dillon almost just as much. You know? Okay, okay they there's options. no I'll tight end to talk about. All, All right. Pass so there's I'll that. I'll give you pass
2: catcher. I'll give right. you pass catcher. Safety's your average.
6: But Who are the linebackers? Tell me a linebacker that I can. You can even remember. I mean, okay. There you go. They got Kenny Preston, Clark in the defensive Darius, line. I think they played, plays linebacker. Whoop he's Clarkson playing good. Player. He's good. We, we, we watched the other night against you know certain certain games. So you don't even hear Preston Smith's names called at at times. He's not in the same class as JPP or Shaq Barrett or Demarcus Lawrence or Micah Parsons. Yes, their best player on defense is Jair Alexander. He hasn't been there all year. You know, their offensive line's good. It's really awesome at pass protecting. I'll give you that.
2: It's it's been beat up. But it's
6: been beat up. Exactly right. And again, you know, we're we're starting to all go, oh, the receivers are better than we think. They're better than we think because number 12 at quarterback. That's why. Nobody's going to be like, if they became free agents, going to go, we got to pay Marquez Valdez, scaling and get him on our team. And Alan Lazard, we got to have them and pay them double-digit millions a oh, year. Okay. And the teams I just mentioned – are those receivers and their weapons are all going to get double-digit millions. So that's so, where it's so just, it's just so, a different just, game So Just
2: so we're clear, just so we're clear, and I'll let you answer Michael's original question about the NFC, but just so we're clear, Rodgers, not only should we touch the hem of his garment and be made whole, not only is Rodgers turning water into wine, not only is Rodgers to- turning chicken salad or chicken shit into chicken salad, you're telling me that Rodgers is throwing and catching every pass. That's what you're telling me. Like, when every, everything I, that's happened. It's, it's him. He, he's actually inhabiting the body of the receivers. Not named Devonte Adams who like, a catching pass from him. Like, I mean, like do we have, have a highlight? Like, if you players. guys
6: in the control room. If you guys in the control room have a highlight package of Aaron Rodgers right now, please Let's play. Get, it. Bring out the film. Because you won't even wait, l- listen. The there's film. so every throw I watch. Like even the other night with Devonte Adams, who's awesome. I get that. I mean, he doesn't even need to have arms to catch it. those balls. He could like just if he had a pocket in his pants, he'd go here, go in there. He'd go like if they just made my face mask like go. a little bigger and the ball could the fit feel. in there, you'll hit it. Go. Look at this. You don't even need arms for these things. It's just it's one unbelievable they're not even open. He's it's, incredible. Not even, it's, just not even, it's not. It's this. Not even. Look at open. this. Let me watch this. Oh, boom! What are you kidding me? It's every throw. It's every throw is so on the oh, money. Damn. It's scary. He wasn't open. Look at his yak. Look at all that yak. it? Come on, Devontae Adams. That's the best great. Receiver in the league. That was a screenplay okay. called he by got the Rogers. Best Here we. So yes, uh, okay. you know. Uh, he, uh, and and uh, listen, uh, I don't look at Adams as the best receiver <laughs> in football. I really like Adams, but. All right, so now, let's get back to the point and involve right, Michael right, Holly right, right. in the back show the a little bit. Ahead. All right? Yes,
2: you're right. Sorry. AFC. All right. AFC. Sorry. Let's get to AFC. 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 I love it. NFC no, don't don't is wide open. Take it. NFC is take more wide open than people think. AFC. Go right this is, ahead. This is yeah, wildly
1: yeah, entertaining. No, I'm entertained. So I know. Keep going. And,
6: <laughs> all right. And I know that this is a year more than any other year I've ever seen in my football life where I do think... It's going to come down to matchups more than, you know, like we have a great team. Like just like this, like here, just for instance, this weekend, the Chiefs, let's just say they stay at number two. If they play, if the Raiders win and it's number seven Raiders versus the Chiefs, the Chiefs are going to blow the Raiders out. If the Chargers win, it's going to be a nail biter and I'm not sure the Chiefs will win the game. It'll be like a really close football game, just like we saw. So, that's, I look at that almost throughout the whole playoffs. The AFC, I see it the same way. I think if you had to put a gun to my head, right, and just go, you've got to pick one team in the AFC, I'd probably still pick the Chiefs. Just because, hey, the defense has some playmakers. They can be ferocious. And then because of Mahomes and the experience and the playmaking ability there, I would go with it. I will say this. Don't sleep on the Tennessee Titans, though. They're not Damn. sexy. But damn, I will they not be shocked that. that they're sitting there in the Super Bowl. Their O line and D line match up against every offensive D line in football. They'll never be in a mismatch there. If they can just get Julio Jones healthy with AJ Brown, wow. they don't. They, Derrick Henry, we know, is going to put them like, whoa, watch out. But even if he's not there and they just have the healthy receivers, I still think there's a good chance they could come out of the AFC. I, I really do. It's just Bengals. not going to be sexy.
2: That's, that's Michael's squad, the Titans. I thought you were going to say my Bengals. That's what I thought she was about to well, say when you said don't
6: sleep. The, ba- the I don't think goat, that's crazy either, Michael Smith. Again, it just oh, has really? to fall the right way a little bit. There are certain matchups that I don't think good or, are good for the Bengals that would scare me a little bit. and you know, But that kind of holds true with a lot of these teams. But I guess I'm saying it holds a little less true with, I think, the Chiefs and the Titans in the AFC, to, to answer Michael Holly's question.
2: Michael well, holly has another question I, about the draft. We got one more. I for do. you. get your draft question. I, in I do. I,
0: I, I have I, I heard uh, I heard Florio teasing you earlier uh, uh, this week talking about hey, you want to be a general manager Chris Sims and I don't think that you I don't think that's crazy. I think you'd be a great general manager Sims and you could hire us as consultants, you know, put us on staff. So yeah,
2: we can argue uh, behind closed doors. Yeah, the, <laughs> the general
0: manager, the general manager in you. And I don't know if you've seen uh, Hutchinson from Michigan play a lot, but a lot of people think he's going to be the number one overall pick if if you're Jacksonville. Would you take Hutchinson or somebody like him in your your second year in a row drafting number one overall? Would that make a lot of sense to to transform Jacksonville? I know Jacksonville needs a lot, but would you start there?
6: Yeah, I would. I you know, to me, after you get out of quarterback, you, when you get into the next important positions, I think on a football team right now, with the, especially the way the current NFL is orchestrated, with it's such a passing game, yeah, I look at the pass rusher to be the next big thing. You know, I haven't got a chance to look at the kid from Oregon, who I know, you know, I I've, I've seen just little snippets here and there. I haven't got a chance to really watch Oregon this year. He does look like he's a little more explosive than Aiden Hutchinson. But Hutchinson certainly looks the part. But again, you know, I'd be able to give you some more answers as we get closer to the, you know, not the draft. I just got to get out of the out of the football. After the Super Bowl, I, you know that's where I'll dive into. But yes, that would be a great move. If Hutchinson pans out to be what everyone says, like worthy of a top five pick, Yeah, they need some difference makers on the defensive side of the ball too. Jacksonville's got some pieces, they do. Uh, defense. Hey, listen, I still like miles Jack. They got a few other good defensive linemen and some young corners that I like, but they don't have that guy that you can look at to go. Oh, wait, it's late in the fourth. We're up by three. And this guy can change the game. Josh Allen has shown moments of that. They're Josh Allen from Jacksonville. Uh, but I, I certainly think that would be a good move. Michael Holly. All right, Chris Sims, we appreciate
2: you, man. Go back to watching some uh, Aaron Rodgers film and uh, Aaron Rodgers YouTube highlights, uh, which I know you enjoy doing in your spare time. And uh, we will talk to you next week, man. We appreciate you. <laughs> All
6: man. right, peace out. Peace out. Right, out. That was good. fun. Right, I liked man. it. you sure man. Is. All right, man. Be good.
0: Brushbacks. <laughs> All those brushback pitches at Tom Brady. It's unbelievable. It's going to be a bench clearing brawl here. It's going to be a brawl. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But it was amazing to have him out there. I mean, I just missed his presence around the locker room, his energy, his vibe around the team. Um, and then on top, I mean, then the, his his game is just so beautiful. You know, makes the game so much easier for everybody out there. Um, and it was amazing to see him um, out on the floor again. The crowd showed him so much love.
4: Uh, teammates, you know, just
2: the game of basketball is happy to have him
4: back. Man, I'm, I'm just taking him one day at a time. You know, like I said... Uh, You know, earlier in the season, just it's not an ideal situation. And I'm always praying um, that things get figured out and we're able to come to some collective agreement, uh, whether it be uh, with the league uh, or or just things that's going on that could help kind of ease what what we're all dealing with, you know, with COVID and the vaccine. I think everybody's feeling it. So I don't want to make it simply about me and simply about, uh, you know, someone lessening the rules for me. I just, uh, I know that, I know what the consequences were. I still know what they are. Um, but right now I'm just going to take it one day at a time, like I said, and just enjoy this time that I get to play with my guys and, uh, you know, however it looks later in the season and, and we'll uh, address it then. So there's
2: still a possibility.
4: There's still a possibility. Huh? Still a possibility. Oh, come know? on, man. Don't hang on to me.
0: All right, Mike. Hey, man, look, Kyrie Irving has a a saying. He writes it sometimes and he says it sometimes that um, I like it. I'm going to not only do I like it, I'm going to start living by it. And his phrase is always when he wants people to focus on the game, you know, the phrase he always says, what appreciate the art, appreciate, appreciate the art that's happening out here. Why don't you appreciate these great artists? You know, uh, don't be so concerned with the likes and the clicks, which is another one of his quotes. Don't be concerned about that. Just appreciate the brilliance that you're seeing on the court. And I think I am. I'm going to take his advice all the way. Like what? What my One of my kids asked me the other day. He said, Hey, Dad, would you uh, Well, Daddy? They call him not. I'm not dad yet. I'll be dad in like maybe a couple years. I'm still daddy. Uh, he said, would you like to? Would you like to meet Stevie Wonder, because they know how much I love Stevie Wonder. I said no, no, I don't want to meet Stevie, because I got a talking book, I got songs in the key of life, I got music of my mind. I got all this stuff, I got all this stuff, and I don't want it to be compromised by something that Stevie might say or Stevie might do. He might be like like get out of you know get out of here. I ain't got time to talk to you. Then I've just ruined it for me. So Kyrie Irving, I say that because. Kyrie Irving. Sometimes he says things that I find a little off-putting. Kinda but I'm not going to worry about. You. I'm not going to worry about what he says. I like situations like last night. I like to see what he does, and what he does on the court is make for those of you who are into it. For those of you, Mike Smith, who are into the Brooklyn Nets and like that kind of thing, and like <laughs> like that style of play. <laughs> For those of you who are into that
2: as an entertaining. Okay, sure.
0: It's very entertaining. It's compelling. He is good for basketball. He is just great. Kevin Durant said it perfectly. He's a beautiful basketball player. When he's playing his game, you don't know what's going to happen. It's unpredictable. It's exciting. It's dynamic. And it is necessary. Say it, Mike. Say it. It's necessary Oh, no, that's to be a championship. They team. need him and you didn't they, think so. No, before?
2: They, uh, you didn't think so before I, on paper in the preseason. I did not. I thought they had plenty they'll to be still be fine. a championship team. He, he makes said, them unstoppable offensively. I did because oh, I'm sorry for thinking that because all they had was Kevin Durant James Harden. Sorry, um, but anyway, nonetheless, I've seen the error of my ways because I've seen more of this Brooklyn Nets team and as the season has gone on his value has been apparent to their operation and they came back from 19 down last night. Thanks in no small part to the brilliance of Kyrie Irving and let me let me. Let me specify what I mean by brilliance. There have been better point guards in NBA history. There have been better scorers in NBA history, but there has been nobody more gifted at handling the ball and putting that ball through the hoop than Kyrie Irving. He was born to put the ball in the basket. He is one of the most creative yes. offensive players. Yes. We've ever seen. He's gifted having said all that that go back to what we heard him say about taking it one day at a time. And I appreciate what you said about just setting aside some of his, you know, idiosyncrasies, if you will, and focusing on the performer separate the art from the artist, which we often have to do in society. Um, Yes, a lot. He separated. (laughs) He separated from his team. He separated from his team for home games as it stands. He didn't sound like somebody who was closer to getting vaccinated, okay? He didn't sound that way. Based on what he said, he sounded like he was actually putting the onus on everybody else to figure it out. We'll see if the league can figure out something. We'll see if the the government can figure out something. We'll see if New York can figure out something. Because all of us are tired of these men. I'll translate what he says. All of us are tired of these damn mandates. We're tired of COVID. We're tired of the pandemic. Hopefully, they'll figure something out, and I could play, and I ain't got to get vaccinated. That's what it sounded like to me. He was saying last night that don't look at me. I'm not the one that made the mandate y'all out here with these right. mandates. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to live. Okay, like I'm trying to do me, you know, so if they figure out the mandate, then maybe we'll have we won't have this issue. I think that's but easy to have well, to take that posture. Yeah. I think it's easy to take that posture in the regular season. Missing 35 games is one thing. I think and maybe this is me being naive optimistic Michael again, hmm. but I think okay. Let's hear it. that come playoff time. It's going to be a lot harder. Yes, I, do. For, I agree for Kyrie you. Irving yes. when the stakes are right. higher and his brothers are pursuing that championship for him to say, yeah, sorry, guys can't do it. Sorry, can't, can't, can't get the shot. And not only do I think he'll come around by then and you've been hitting this. He claims it's a process. He claims. He's not anti vaccine. He claims. He's not a COVID conspiracy theorist. I think by the end of the regular season, playoffs. Not only does he come around and get the shot. He can still save face as it relates to his principle. Still save face and say I got it for me. I didn't get it because I was pressured into it. I went through my process which you've been talking about Michael. I found whatever facts that I still had to search for even though what more facts do you need at this point? I, I did my research and I came around to being comfortable taking the vaccine and he doesn't have he, he doesn't return with his tail between his legs because guess what the Nets have already caved. The Nets have already met him halfway at first. They drew their line in the sand and said, nope, you ain't gonna be a part time player. Now they like eh, about that. Maybe we're better off having half of you than none of you at all. Kyrie can come around before it's all said and done and it not look like he gave in to the man that he was pushed or bullied into being vaccinated by vaccine mandates. I think I think this has a happy ending for the Nets and their whole come playoff time.
0: Especially I agree with you, especially with the way he was able to play after missing 35 games. Like, I don't want to minimize that part of it. Kyrie Irving hasn't played against real pros since the preseason. Yeah, and and to miss 35 games and then be a little rusty at the beginning of the game and then finish the way he did. You know, you just come out, you know, you don't, you don't play 35 games. You, you're going against a pro basketball team. Not a great team. I understand that, but still pro basketball players. He finished with 22 points and, hey, a few assists and a few rebounds. Come up with some plays. And Kevin Durant is saying how beautiful it is when the game is over. Uh, that's not insignificant. That's one. Here's yeah, the other right. thing. Once you get into the playoffs, and let's just wipe out the first round. This is not football. We were talking about football and how open it is in the uh, in the NFL. It's not open in the NBA. Uh, ones versus eights usually not a competitive series. So let's just wipe out or twos and sevens and threes and six. Not usually not that competitive. So let's say Brooklyn is one, two, or three in the East. Well, let's say two. And they and they and they're matched up against the seven seed. That's somebody right now who's not that good. Who's not who can't see them. So you're already in the second round of the playoffs. You're close. Now you're getting closer to a championship. Are you really going to squander this opportunity? You don't know what the future is going to hold for for this trio in Brooklyn. They haven't signed Kyrie to a contract extension. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. You get These that opportunities close, don't come can, around all,
2: the, all Absolutely. You can smell
0: it and you're going to yes. say, well, I don't know and here's the other thing. I know it's not open. I don't think there are seven championship teams in the Eastern Conference. But there might be three of them. So it's tougher. Mm-hmm. It's tougher this year than it was last year, Brooklyn. I- I'm going to give a lot of love to I'll give a lot of love to Milwaukee. Obviously got to go. Here's with the, the third
2: team. Chicago,
0: the Bulls. Wow. Yeah. Now I didn't see that coming. Legit. You probably didn't see that coming. Legit. No, they're more than good. <laughs> they're really. They're really good, and they're a team that can. They're they're good enough to end your season. I'm talking about teams that can end yep. your season. Milwaukee can end your mm-hmm. season.
1: If you're not Chicago careful. can yeah. end
0: your season, uh, yeah. and so you. It's not like oh we'll always have this. We'll come back next year. The East is East is not that strong though. The East is stronger look, now Michael, than it was the last they, time they Kyle to, was in the playoffs.
2: They have to look at no further than last year to recognize how fleeting this whole thing is. You know what I mean? When it was um, just
0: a shoe size.
2: Couple of things real quick. Um, the shoe. Let's not act like once upon a time. I know they're not the same person, but Andrew Wiggins was like, I'm not getting the vaccine. He got it because it was the best thing for mm-hmm. the team. Nobody would blame Kyrie Irving. If he got the vaccine because it was the best thing for the team. Nobody would think he was selling out or anything like that. Got would be remiss if we did not shout out Lance Stevenson. Talking about people that we missed didn't know I missed Lance Stevenson 30 points. Twenty in the first quarter, born ready, right. stay ready, so you yeah. ain't got to get ready. Come on now, <laughs> it's on a ten-day contract. Yeah, please.
0: How, how, would, how would you? How would you? How could you not miss Lance Stevenson? How did you know that you didn't miss Lance? I, <laughs> hey, I can't believe you would say that. Of course you miss Lance. No, Stevenson. no, I'm saying I did
2: it's, not know that I missed him. I didn't. I, I, you know, it was fun. It's fun while it lasted. I didn't know he was gonna come in getting buckets. You know.
5: Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
0: The Hall of Fame I always talk about, that's when they were talking about uh, keeping Terrell Owens out. The people mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame, there was words and, which is a, and rumors. Which was a travesty, right. by the way. A yeah, travesty. That, that, yeah. Exactly. But there's rumors that Terrell Owens wasn't welcome in the in the brotherhood that was the Hall of Fame. If Terrell Owens had had a little stink on him, had a little stink on him. Antonio Brown spoiled milk. I'm telling you, he made everyone sick. He, he that milk was the same color, and everybody thought it was cool. And then they opened it up, had a taste. And now everybody's sick. Antonio Brown is spoiled milk for the NFL. And I don't think anyone. I, I I don't. I'm trying to think if if one of these broadcast talking head networks would even stick their neck out and give him an opportunity to 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 speak. But listen, based off his music, I don't want to hear Antonio Brown talk either.
2: Ashley Nicole Moss is kind enough to grace us with her presence. We just want to thank you for babysitting Brandon, uh, Brandon, you've been our social media manager, for 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 bringing out the best in him. I mean, he clearly was excited to be talking to you on the take line there. Uh, so we appreciate you, uh, uh, you know, showing him some love and, and holding it down for him. It's good to see you as always. Uh, we'll start right Likewise. there with Antonio Brown. You know, uh, Michael Holly actually. Uh, at the end of the first block of the show, we talked about Antonio Brown. He said, "Antonio, you have nothing else, especially this week, is a content creator, extraordinary <laughs> content creator that you are, Ashley Nicole Moss." Um, I hope a
3: different kind, though. I hope a different uh, kind. Uh, definitely, <laughs>
2: definitely, 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 definitely. <laughs> touche, touche. But from the statement that he released last night, to everything Bruce Arians said today, um, where do you come down? Because I, I, it feels like everybody's kind of picking a side in terms of who's yeah. in the right or who's telling the truth. Where do you come down?
3: I think with this, this is a classic example of two things can be true at the same time, right? I think obviously Antonio Brown does not have the best history when it comes to his indiscretions outside of the game of football. And even within the realm of football, you think of, you know, the situation with Big Ben and then the beef with with Juju when he was one of the Steelers. But I don't think that that should take away from the concept of probability and logic. And if you listen to what Bruce Arians said today in that press conference, and you go back a couple of days to what he didn't say or what he did say it's not adding up the math ain't mathin', as we like to say but if you read that statement from antonio brown yes there's probably some exaggerations in there i think you know some stuff in there for special effects but if you get down to the logistics of it and the nitty-gritty the foundation of what that statement was his side of the story there's a lot of things in there that you can say okay that makes sense Now, yes, you may not agree with the way that he handled what happened on the sidelines, whether it was he was being cut, whether or not he was upset about not getting touches. And I agree, I believe the part about him being upset he wasn't getting touches, but the reason why may not be as clear cut. Maybe he was upset because as he said, they're injecting him with painkillers, pushing him out to play a game that he really does not want to play because he's not physically able. And now you're not even utilizing so why am I here? That could be the reason that he was upset versus, oh, he's just being a diva. I think that in between both narratives lies the truth, but I don't think that Antonio Brown, especially with what you read in that statement, should automatically be discredited when a lot of what he's saying sounds believable and a lot of what Bruce Arians is or isn't saying is not adding up.
2: I just, I'm so relieved you said that, Ashley. See, Michael, you had me feeling bad. Cause I was driving in the middle lane too, Ashley. Michael's in the left lane. Michael's in the left lane, going 90 miles an hour, just <laughs> like you know. This is Antonio Brown. I, this is we've seen this before. I got it. I'm like, I got it's you. in the
3: middle somewhere. So thank you, Ashley. <sighs> okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think but, uh, you I think you have to. I think you have to if you're a logical person. Why? Now again, I'm not why? discrediting why? anybody. Why? Why? Is, why? If you're a logical disparity. person. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, um, I'm not discrediting anybody who is not willing or a little apprehensive to give him the benefit of the doubt. I completely understand. It's like the, you know, the, the tall tale of the boy who cried wolf, you know, eventually when the wolf's actually coming, you're like, is it coming? I don't think it is. But I think when you actually read that statement and you hear what Bruce Arians said today, and then you go back a couple of days after that game, you're looking at it like, okay, pieces, holes are missing and something's not adding up. AB may not be 100% truthful. That's a fact. But Bruce Arians, definitely, his hands are dirty in this as well and he's not being 100%. Okay, this is what we
0: need. This is what we need. We need some good, old-fashioned reporting. I, 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 I'm calling you out, Rick Stroud. Okay, Rick Stroud, I got an assignment for you. I need uh, Tampa lately. Bay Times. Rick Stroud I think it's Tampa it. Bay Times, right?
2: <laughs> it's probably oh, coming. No, that's yeah, the guy. Tampa Bay Times, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. All right,
0: so... I don't want Bruce Arians. I don't want him quoted not even off the record. I don't want Tom Brady because Tom Brady represents a B side. Bruce Arians represents himself. I want other players I, you know, give me the wide receiver room. At least give me some uh, somebody to, to, to corroborate Antonio Brown's story because what I'm left with is oh, here we go again. Here we go again. So I don't want to do that.
3: But I'm just, that's what I'm left with
0: because I know Antonio Brown's history. Let
3: me ask you this. Is the fact or the lack of chatter coming from his teammates, sometimes silence is the strongest answer that there possibly is, is the fact that nobody is discrediting him. They may not be going to bat for him, but nobody has flat out come out and said he's lying. You haven't heard a teammate say, oh, it's not true. You haven't heard any of that. So does that kind of make you say, Hmm. we may not be privy to everything that has transpired within this organization and these past few days of events. But the fact that nobody has come out and defended their head coach without a shadow of a doubt and nobody has chastised a player who's, quote unquote, a distraction, that's telling also.
2: Yeah, you maybe know what,
0: actually,
2: like, My name is Paul. What, like, to me, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, sounds, I was gonna say, Ashley. <laughs> with,
0: with some people, I don't, I hope you don't have people like this in your life. I have come across some folks like this. They're not in my life, but it's almost like don't engage them. Don't don't engage. Don't don't, don't engage. Don't engage. Don't engage <laughs> because because you get pulled into their mess. You get pulled into that vortex, and you're like, oh, "Why am I having this argument with them?" I know where this is going. So maybe everybody's saying, "All right." Just let him do his thing. We're going to focus on the next game.
2: Last thing I'll say about this, Ashley, is this. I think um, if this were not Antonio Brown and it was these exact set of circumstances for a player that didn't have that history, I think probably more people would be inclined to see, if not the gray, his side of the story because we've gotten to a point where we're more open and accepting talking about players and playing hurt and players' rights. And he played into that narrative in his statement, but it's Antonio Brown. I think that's what's getting right. most people paused. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not about to get fall for that banana in the tailpipe. Your organization, as in the Cowboys, your favorite team, as we, as we all know, fans <laughs> of yours and your, friends of yours. Your know,
0: organization
2: does not have these issues right now, but issues nonetheless, or at least you know they kind of were brought back down to earth uh, last week. You got your Eagles. You got the uh, the Eagles at a playoff team. Who knew? That uh, they were going to go into playoffs this year. Eagles this week to wrap up the season at Philadelphia, and there's the possibility, albeit remote, that the Super Bowl could be moved from Los Angeles. A lot of people are talking about could the Rams be a home team in the Super Bowl? Maybe the Cowboys, if oh, the stars align, no. could host the Super Bowl. Like, how are you feeling on the as, on the, as the regular season draws to a close? About they
0: did the so well, last time. <laughs> so well
3: <laughs> last time. Dallas did so well last time.
0: Oh, the Super Bowl.
3: <laughs> I gotta do the Birdman hand rub and just like, listen, Dallas is a great city, regardless of whether the Cowboys are in the Super Bowl or not. Dallas is a great city. I visited. I had a great time. Um, but it would be amazing for the Cowboys to play in a Super Bowl at Jerry's World. And that's the first thing that came to my mind when I heard they could possibly be moving it. And I can understand, you know, the desire to do so everybody who's going to, you know, be attending in some capacity, whether you're working, whether you're just attending for fun, you want to be able to do so in somewhat of a normal environment, and if, you know, the restrictions in L.A. and the numbers and stuff like that are not going to be conducive to doing that, I think it's a smart decision to kind of postpone L.A. getting a Super Bowl and just move it elsewhere, just from a logical standpoint. Cowboy fandom aside, it makes sense. Now, that's a decision that obviously needs to happen sooner rather than later. It is January 6th, so time's a taken, but Yeah, I mean, I'm all here for Cowboys raising that Lombardi in Jerry's world. That would be a moment. I am here for it. Fingers crossed speaking to the football gods. Manifestation is powerful and I'm putting all my energy into it. (laughs) All right.
0: So listen, I know you, I know you love the Cowboys and you can see all the, all the gifts that they have, but tell me the one thing that you're concerned about, like your top concern with the Cowboys Heading into the postseason, what is it?
3: It's definitely the offense, and it, it's so crazy as a Cowboy yes. fan to Who say that's thought. my cons- that's my concern yeah. because usually it's on the other side of the ball. But I think you know what we're seeing from the offense is when Dak first came out immediately after you know the top of the season, no preseason, fresh off an injury or rehabbing the injury rather. You said. There's no way he's going to be ready to go game 1 and game 1 he came out and almost and gave Tampa Bay a run for their money. Obviously we ended up losing that game, but he looked phenomenal. The team, the offense looked great. I think, though, what happens is is that you you get a level of comfort knowing that if anything happens, your defense can bail you out. And I think that's why we're seeing a much more lax Dak Prescott. I also think that the play calling is not conducive to surprising anybody, things like that. But I think in terms of him, he knows if I go three and out, my defense can get me a three and out, and I'm getting that ball back. But defense still wins championships. I believe in that. But there's another side of that conversation. Your offense has to be able to put up points on the board and do so against really good teams. The Giants aren't going to be in the postseason. You know, the Washington football team isn't going to be there. So as much as, you know, a 56-point game, or win for you is a great bragging rights, That means nothing when the regular season is over because now you're facing legitimate teams who are just as good, if not better than you are, and you have to play a different kind of football. So that's definitely a concern that they don't seem to have their foot on the gas when it comes to offense.
2: Ashlyn and Nicole Moss, thank you for getting buckets with us. Certified buckets. See what I did there? Thank you for getting certified (laughs) buckets with us. on brother, from another. We appreciate you. Wherever the Super Bowl is, uh, we will certainly... Uh, see you there. Uh, until you. next time. Appreciate. See you, you. in
0: LA. <laughs> see you in LA. That's what we, we we're gonna look. We're put that out there. LA. We need to <laughs> L- not Dallas. Sorry, Dallas. sorry, Ashley. <laughs> I mean, you know, what, you're like, How about the Cowboys can be in LA, but we don't want to see the Cowboys in Dallas.
1: And
4: as far as uh, when I have to, talk to the media, um, you know,
2: they like say a man got two things and, uh, and
3: then that's, that's his words and his nuts and you don't want to lose either as a man. So as a, I try to be as honest as I can when I talk to people.
2: Shout out to Tony, Montal- Tony Montana, <laughs> Scarface. You know and uh hub Arkish could uh, learn a thing or two from both Tony Montana and Robert Quinn right in his back yard of Chicago. All the man has his balls in his word and Hub Arkish apologized No in print. Well, no, I put it in air quotes put it in air quotes. He apologized for saying the quiet thing out loud. And that was only part of my issue was that he said it at the expense of the credibility of not only the voting process, but other upstanding journalists who are trying to do this thing the right way. But my issue more than anything was that he didn't acknowledge that he was just wrong in his thinking right because forget about Rogers as a bad guy. Okay, like like throw that aside. That's just ridiculous. That's just false. We know that my issue is that his logic was so twisted. He was like he ruined their offseason where, you know, he <laughs> yeah. hurt the team. How, you know, how? like he could have cost him against Kansas <laughs> right. City. He didn't. It's like what right. like he's making up criteria.
0: So it's like, just why does he still have a vote? Why does he still have a vote right? Now? Okay. All right. See, so this, this is this. I'm, I'm glad this happened though. Like I told you yesterday. I'm glad the whole hub archish situation happened. I'm glad we know how he feels. I'm glad we're having this conversation uh, because the problem is not just that he didn't know how to apologize. As a man, he just didn't know how to apologize, right? I mean, that, that, that's, that's clear. Some people don't know how to do it. So, with their apology, they got to go, I, I got to slice you. Because uh, you you going to yeah. bleed too. If I'm apologizing, I'm going to make right. you bleed. You know, All these people yeah. on social media who have no clue, who don't know how the right. process works, I got to deal with these right. armies, these so called. Right. Okay, so now. Now you sound kind of said the woke and bitter. <laughs> not right. He was this now. You, to sound say the woke old. <laughs> you sound yeah. bitter. You sound yeah. out of touch all of that. But that, that my issue is not with him. Okay, here's my issue. Now that he has exposed his own thinking and the flaws in the process. I want to go to the process itself. He said there, are, there there there's there are no rules in place for how this this vote comes about. Well, Let's change that. Why? Because some people need structure. Some people need structure. Okay. I, so you're talking about it's, like it's, it's,
2: specifically it's, saying specifically outlining yeah, yeah. this to be we got to make series on explicit. the field.
1: But yeah, here's the problem. going to make that. it open. Here's the problem
2: with that. We're not going to Even if they said that, even if they said that, and here's the thing, Michael, there probably are other members of the remaining 49 voters who Brady Rogers or mm, You know what I'm saying? Like it's not a slam dunk. So they may decide to go Brady
0: based off. They don't like him without saying it. Okay, okay, but I'm going to make it clear though. I I think we need to because you got to make it clear for some people. You got to make it clear. We're not talking about the off season. We're not talking about uh, their personality. We want you to focus on the I field, and then if we got to explain that size, you, are not qualified.
2: And that was that's what was clear. He's not qualified to be a voter. Well, he's
0: well, but now we find out how many times did yeah, he Exactly. Voted? Who
2: else has he voted? Exactly. For? Who else has he voted against? Right. Like, thank you. I'm with you.
0: Terrible.